What up, everybody? It is Nate with Streetwave. I'm here with She Says. We're here at Cafe Nerman on another Sunday afternoon. What's going on, Izzy? What's up? How's it <laughs> she going? She was sleeping. Oh, I was zoning out. You know, <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? You Just okay? Chilling. Chilling? You know. Good weekend? Super hyped yeah. to be here. Yeah. yeah. Thank I'm you ready for to talk time. about careers. Let's go. Let's yes. go. Jess, what's going on? What's up? What's up? Yo, 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 yo. yo, yo. Uh, you ready for today's talk? I'm absolutely ready for today's talk. I'm pretty excited about it. I and look, too. our uh, homegirl Mella's back from... Uh, Finally. Marriage, <laughs> Texas. Marriage, house, Texas. There's a house? Dude, I bought a house. It, I bought it at the end of January, and then it took um, like two fucking months to renovate because apparently the construction life ain't easy, and everyone has to cancel on you every fucking hour. It's the most ridiculous shit. Don't ever renovate your house. Just saying. But yeah, I want to renovate my house. Don't do it. Don't do it unless you can do it yourself. I'll go buy a new house. Might as well. Monopoly money. Yep. All right. So the last episode we talked about mental health and how we can obtain great positive energy and just be mentally right with ourselves and confident in ourselves. This next one, like Izzy said, we're going to move into the careers. Um, Women in career can be sensitive. We've got questions in the jar today, just like last episode. So we're going to reach in there. We're going to read a question. It's going to pertain to the person that's reading it, to the group, and to the listeners. So let's go. All right. Pulling out the first question, and it is, how can I create a better vibe at my work? So for me, I'm always like, I am the vibe. No one's going to create that vibe for me. No, I'm not going to, like, expect me to work, like, walk into work and there's, like, disco lights everywhere and, like, everyone's, like, like, let's make that paycheck. For me, like, it's all an internal feeling. Like, I kind of, like, give off the energy that I, like, want other people to, like, hopefully adapt, I guess. Um, Because I'm very high energy. I love to be excited. I love positive environments. And, like, work can sometimes be, like, God, I don't want to be here, but I still want to make the money and, and... in my mind, it's like, well, if you're going to be here, you might as well try to enjoy it, even if it's making jokes about the little things. Like, there's always a way, and that way starts, like, inside with myself. Is uh, I just want to do another question with that. Yeah. Um, starting a vibe at a new work. How, yeah. how, do you, how do you create yourself in that a new hard. working establishment? Yeah. So, for me, um, I'm never, like... I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to be like, I own this shit. I like kind of observe and I kind of see like how everybody like plays with each other and like what um, like the energy is like kind of happening before I kind of insert myself, I guess. So I'm kind of shy in the beginning with a lot of things, not because it's like, oh, I don't think I could, I should be here or anything, but just because I'm learning and I'm a very observant learner. So um yeah, I just take things slow, and then, yeah. I, I kind of feel like that can be, like, difficult in this day and age where everyone's, like, timed and, like, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a go time. And, you yeah. know, the stress can be built up and then put on you, yeah, so especially for, for sure. your first day. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you articulate that? Yeah, well, for me, it's, like, I mean, that doesn't stop my uh, work progress because, like, I'm always working, and, like, I think work, it varies in, like, many different terms of like what that is and like what that means and what that looks like but as long as like I'm getting my things done I'm not necessarily 
specifically like concerned with like establishing connections like in the very beginning because I feel like that's something that you have to earn like for me it's important to prove myself like it's important for me to learn what I'm supposed to do um, and like do that and carry out and like show myself as like a really productive person and someone who takes initiative because I think all of those external things like good vibes or like promotions and all of that that'll come but you I mean I have to start with myself and I have to like be like I need to figure out what I need to do and I need to do it and that's the most important so I think prioritizing um, helps with that yo Jess What's up? yeah um, I would have to say that I agree with just about everything that she just said. Um, I work from home now, so that's weird. So I'm kind of creating my own energy, which is sometimes difficult. But when I was in the office, um, after moving to Seattle, that was really hard because I didn't know a fucking person like in Seattle. That was my first time in the city. And I just kind of went in there. I put my head down, learned the ways of like my actual job and what I needed to do to get shit done. And then eventually I just, I mean, people in Seattle are very quiet, so I had to really like assert myself, which is not something I liked to do. Um, I would consider myself very like shy and just kind of a homebody. And um, yeah, I had to put myself out there. I wasn't gonna fucking survive. Like I wasn't gonna thrive. And so I just went through a lot of awkward situations and was just myself and just kind of owned it. And if I had an awkward conversation with somebody, I'd be like, <laughs> Cool, see you later, bye. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm like, well, and I just made this awkward, but I don't know, there was this sense of like vulnerability that came from that, and I think people really latched onto that, so I kind of just tried to make my own connections with each person. I wasn't trying to be like everybody's favorite, I just tried to make my own connections with everybody in my department, whatever it was. I just like to, I don't know, if you're gonna spend all that time in the office with all these people, I figured, you know, why not try to make it a good time? Like, yeah. yeah, like try to know people, like try to talk to them beside about things besides just like what's going on in the office. So, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Every job that I've had, I fucking hated. So, <laughs> like, realistic. Mic drop. Okay, first of all, I fucking worked at Hy-Vee, and then I worked at. I worked the most random, stupid places, and um, then I worked at fucking like. DST, which was basically like I did mutual funds for old people, yeah. which, and I worked with fuck. Okay, the worst part about my job was I would come in, they fucking renovated, and the walls were gray. The desks were situated to where you couldn't see anyone's face, so you wouldn't talk to people. You, I worked with like fifty-year-olds who had diabetes and this and that and blah, blah blah, and they had their pills lined up on their desk. And I thought to myself, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I'm not gonna turn to this person like. Their biggest concern every day was what they were going to eat for lunch. And I was like, I got to go. And I, what I learned, what pissed me off the most about working full time at somewhere like that was like, I would tell people like, my goal is like, oh, I have a shoot after work. or I'm doing this. Or I'm doing that. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, because you're going to make it, you know. And they'd be like, and one time I got in so much trouble with this. I was like, just because your life fucking sucks doesn't mean mine's going to. And I think, and I think one of the old people were like, I got in hell trouble for that. I almost lost my job, but that's beside the point. Um, and then I fucking quit because, like, my goal in 2019 was to just be fucking happy. And that place brought – I would walk into work every day and, like, tear up and be like, I want to get the fuck out of here. And I've had – don't get me wrong. I've had more stressful jobs and more, um, like, physically demanding jobs, like serving. I was a server for a while. And 
I didn't even hate that as much as I hated this place. Like, it made you want to fucking die sitting there. It was so gray and dark and boring. And there was no way to put a, like, get a vibe into the place because everyone was fucking sad. No one wanted to be there. Yeah. I was going to ask, how do you create a vibe in that? But yeah, everyone's fucking dying over here. Like, Joan might croak out over lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Exactly. Right. I'll, I'll see you. Maybe. You know, let me know how your doctor's appointment goes. <laughs> exactly. Literally, Joan. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> but, like, I literally, I don't know. I up and left ever since then. And now, like, I've been, like, not working and really just focusing on mental health and then also um, just kind of serving on the side whenever I'm bored and don't have anything to do. And really, I love that because it's like you're up and walking around and if you're in a bad mood, it's probably because one of the customers made you mad, so we're just talking shit on the customers. So, you know, it ends up being fun. (laughs) Like, I don't know. All I'm saying is if you don't like the job, get the fuck out of it. Honestly. Boom. Well, Jess, do you want to... Grab yeah. the next question. Well said. So I've missed your uh, missed your vibe here. Oh, jeez. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm excited Welcome. to talk about this. My first job was, I'm very excited for this because it sounds a lot different than what it is. My first job was at Weed Man. Ah, yeah, I worked at Weed Man, but it was just a lawn care service. There was nothing like, I know, I was like, in high school, I'd be like, yeah, I work at Weed Man. Yeah, but no, all I was was I wore this ugly-ass fucking green shirt that was like an XL, and I'm like a tiny little, like, 15-year-old high schooler, and I'm like, this is my first job, and we would just, like, pile into this, like, Ford F-150 and, like, go cruise around the neighborhoods in Lee Summit and, like, go door-to-door. It fucking sucked balls. But... I met a lot of people. I actually did meet some good weed hookups there. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. I did. It was awesome. Came through. Yeah. At one point, at <laughs> one point, one work. of my coworkers came up to me and were like, Jess, do you want to go in with me on a pound? And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was like, I hit the jackpot. I was like, you can get a pound. <laughs> I'm 15 and I have a pound of weed in my car. <laughs> no. Hey, he was like a year or two older than me. He drove like a sporty little like honda you know the ones that everybody in high school like souped up the fast at least and the furious. ones in lee summit the little yeah <laughs> i know dude <laughs> fucking crazy anyway that was it weed man damn <laughs> i was a cashier at hy-vee i was not a weed man <laughs> but it was like weird at hy-vee because i was like the only 16 year old willing to work like everyone else literally didn't move what Hy-Vee here in the city? Yeah, off 64th Street in Parkville. Ah, yeah. Weird, yeah. And so then I started working like the meat department, and then I started working in like the fucking vegetable department, and then I, I was everywhere. I fucking rock. Dude. I could run Hy-Vee oh, by I myself. Did. Yeah, Hy-Vee was my shit, okay? Don't get me fucked up. I will. I'll still I'll take over fucking Hy-Vee right now, right? I got my fucking card on me. The crab legs, man. Those are the shit. Yeah, yeah, I used to fucking work here. <laughs> Ask about me. Ask about me. <laughs> yeah, I used to fucking work at high. Ladies behind you, and they're like, "Where can I find cereal?" You're like, "I'm like, I late." Yeah, <laughs> I literally took my husband in there, and then I was like, "I was like, don't worry, I know where everything is." I got so lost. <laughs> He's like, "Where's the sriracha?" I was like, "I'm not sure. <laughs> We're gonna have to ask." I don't know, that shit's weird, a fucking restaurant in there. I don't know. I don't know, but everyone there was hella cool. It was all, like, kids in high school and kids in college, and it was probably the most fun I've ever had at a job because no one gave a fuck. We would we'd ruin that place. <laughs> Hy-Vee didn't run because of us. <laughs> Sweet. 
my first job was at Subway. Um, yeah, God, fresh. there's a Subway every fucking where. I drove, oh listen, gosh. I drove to Omaha, and because of the flooding, you can't take the regular route to Omaha, which is literally just 29 North, okay? So it's a main road. Instead, we went through fucking yee-yee country, <laughs> and every fucking <laughs> 10 miles, Subway. There would be no gas station. You can't get gas, but well, you, can you can get, get a, a sub. sandwich. Yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> what, what was your job title called? Like, uh, I was uh, a professional sandwich artist. I was going to say, I was yes. like, I that's like on the thing. I put that on my resume, and I'm like, yeah, yeah you read that right. Sandwich artist. I saw that, like, <laughs> I don't know what, it, like, I'll get, like, emails, like, from Indeed still, like, that just come through my email, and it's just like, this job matches your resume. Yeah, <laughs> like, so do you want to be a? S- yeah, you're like, do you want to be a sandwich artist? And I was like, the fuck. <laughs> I keep getting fucking um to be a maintenance man, and I'm like, I can't even fucking plunge my own toilet. Like, I don't even know how to fuck to be a maintenance man. I get fuck indeed. I love Subway. Yeah, like I thought I was just gonna be making sandwiches. Like, hey, like, what do you want? But like, they like put me to work. I was 14 when I got my first job, and I was pretty much the manager. I was training people. I was opening. Like, yeah. I would get there at 5:30 in the morning to make some bread, and then like I'd Facetime my boyfriend. I'd be like, okay, we're gonna be making some bread today. Like, welcome to my cooking show. Right. And I would like <laughs> prep all the meat and like all of that. And there was this one time where me and my dad we went to uh, like another subway, and this guy was like and he was like trying to figure out how many pepperonis to put on the sandwich and I was like it's six pepperonis six uh, salamis and he was like how did you know that and my dad just goes we're from corporate oh <laughs> my god and the, the look on his face was just like oh shit and I was like he starts not crying it's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm about to get fired but no subway was lit it was really really chill the amount of sandwiches that I've eaten have been great and like I would just make extra cookies I probably shouldn't be saying this but like those oh yeah, man. hell yeah. Um, I, I wanna, while we're like indulging in like our, our first, you know, jobs and experiences, and whatnot. Um, I wanna, you know, bring up the the issue of like empowerment in the workplace, especially between men and women. So let's before we dive into the next question, have you ever been affected by you know men controlling the work side that you were in, and how did you, you know? Um, handle it um i wouldn't say really with like my regular jobs like my jobs i don't give a shit about i've had men like test me and i've gotten into a lot of trouble because i'm not going to be quiet so i've just been like okay fuck you i remember one time literally at this place i'm serving at now we have this dumb ass 16 year old girl and she's not only dumb but she's fucking rude like if you're dumb that's fine i can help you but I can't help your <laughs> shitty attitude. Yeah. And she said something to me, and then my manager was like, can you go do this? I was like, fuck no, tell her. Like, yeah. in front of everyone, just fucking yelled. I was like, fuck no, tell her. And after I was like, you don't yell at me. I was like, you don't fire me right now. So it's just yeah. been, like, a lot of testing. But I'm going to tell everyone, like, I tell, what my, I tell my little sister, like, fucking walk out. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all. I can go down the street get another fucking job. I can be a server anywhere for fucking $3, yeah. you know, so it doesn't matter. But I think it's more affected me in my career with modeling where especially models get a lot of the whole, like, 
oh, you want to do some sexy work. It's like, actually, no, I'm very awkward. Like, yeah. I don't want to take my clothes off. I've been denied, like, photo shoots. Yeah. Because I was just like, they were like, oh, so I want to do, like, a nude photo shoot with you or, like, one in lingerie. And I was like, I only do that with female photographers. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel comfortable. And he was like, I was like, do you still want to shoot? And he was like, oh, just kidding. I don't have any camera lenses. And I was Where like. Where the fuck do your camera lenses go? I was, yeah, I was like, what? Okay, now apparently he can't see. Like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, like you just did you lose them? Did you misplace them? What happened to them? That's funny. Any weirdo photographer, I will call the fuck out. I'm oh, just yeah. saying. Well, then there's that question: um, Will you be in a music video? Oh no, hell no! You know no. what I mean? Like that's direct. Listen, I will do music videos if they have a cool idea to them. Yeah. But I'm not about to like for free extra. be all over you. Like, who the fuck do I look like? Might like, as well buy an inflatable sex doll at that Yeah, point. like, listen, like, fly me to Dubai and buy me dinner, and I might be all over you if you're lucky. <laughs> but not even that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. I mean, I had a job also where, like, my manager was super, super condescending. Like, it was unreal. And he, like, thought I was, like, incapable of counting. And so, like, there's this, like, one point where he was, like, threatening, like, to, like, bring the police in because, like, a deposit went missing. And it was, like, under my name. And he was, like, blaming me for the whole situation. And I was, like, dude, like, do you really think that I would, one, steal my own deposit, and two, you leave, you don't even have a lock on your safe. And, like, so even, like, the whole time working there, super condescending, and then, like, also making, like, really, like, inappropriate racial comments as well. I think that's another thing as well. Like, not just, like, in terms of, like, sex or gender, but, like, racial discrimination, that shit. Like, just because, like, they hire you on paper, like, that doesn't mean the treatment is any Wait, different. Wait, so since, do you speak, you speak Spanish, right? Yeah, I speak a little bit okay. of Spanish. Okay, so, yeah. like, I've gotten the whole thing, because I, I work with my sisters and my cousin a lot, I will get the whole thing with, like, don't speak Bosnian. And it's mm-hmm. like, but why? Like, I can't understand it. Then go fucking learn a language, dumbass. Yeah, uh, what am I supposed to do for you? I'm sorry you're like, stupid. don't understand a language and they say that you're not allowed to speak it, it's because they're trying to control you yeah. and because they're trying to, like, have Absolutely. dominance over, like... Exactly, because that's be- like it's right. beautiful. It takes so much intelligence to learn another language, and like be by, <coughs> fuck that shit. Yeah, Hell yeah that's that ridiculous. Inappropriate. <laughs> I would sue if I were you guys. Would be like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Like, yeah. suck a dick. Um, I have had a variety of managers. Um, I got lucky my first job. Um, at Weedman. Um, <laughs> Weedman. He was a very um, that was my manager there was awesome. Um, he, I don't know. It's so weird to like think about this now because back, like I don't know when I was younger, I didn't even like notice shit like that. Like I don't know. I just kind of I didn't notice that like men were trying to do anything. I was just so oblivious and just like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. I was very like, this is what you know. Um, and so I was very obedient, I guess you could say. Um, and then I worked at a law firm after college, and I was a legal assistant, and those fucking pricks. I don't want to hate on all lawyers, because I have a lot of friends that are lawyers, but those guys have egos that are insane. Even some of the women there, like, I'm not going to say that I haven't had a woman also try to assert her, um, yeah, but it's it's just just like, she's just trying to own, because she, I know, like, now I know that that woman was just trying to hold her spot in a very male-dominated industry, and she's just, she had to be that way, and so um, I don't know. Those women, I've p- 
picked up a lot from, and I don't know, here and there, but the guys at um, the law firm were rough. Even in my job now, there's been some kind of instances where it's like, you know, it's so weird, like, I don't like to wear a whole bunch of makeup, and like, in Seattle, I didn't. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, I mean, I got to wear whatever I wanted, basically. I didn't put on makeup. Nobody would really say anything to me, but like, the one day that I felt like, you know, like, putting on some makeup, maybe kind of looking a little bit cute, whatever, um, I'd get all the comments, and it's like, you know, dudes that I don't even know would be like, oh, hey, where are you from, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I fucking wor I've <laughs> worked here for years. Like, it just would yeah. bug me that it was like, oh, she put on makeup, she looks like, I'll talk to you today. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck yourself. Like, that's the kind of the dumb shit that I deal with, or it's like, yeah, yeah, or, or it's like, like, oh, you yeah. should you should wear makeup every yeah, day, that's or the you worst. should dress up every day. Oh you should God. do this more often. You look so nice, and I'm like, do I not look nice when I don't have makeup on? Is that what you're saying? Like, why do I have to be visual stimulated? Right. Like, I'm like, I'm not here for you. you. I'm like, here to do my fucking job and go home and get a paycheck. Like, I'm not here to make your office pretty. Like, I don't know. So that's kind of like the stupid shit I've dealt with. You know what I heard or what I hear a lot is this is like my I fucking hate this, and I've had to like even talk to people that are super close to me about it. It's, uh, I, some, I've been like offered a job that'd be like, oh, of course you got the job, look at you. And it's like, oh. I have a brain. Like, yeah, I'm very brain. fucking smart. I graduated high school early. Like, I went to college at the age of 16. Like, I'm really fucking smart. I'm probably smarter than you. Yeah. Like, I have more money than you. Like, if you want, like, let's talk, let's get on men level shit. <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk about I drive a better car than you. I make more money than you. I'm smarter than you. I'll take your bitch from you. Like, let's let <laughs> if men want to get going. Like, let's start on that because I'm tired out. of hearing you only got this because you're pretty. Like, actually, no. Or people are like you model because you're pretty. There's plenty of pretty girls that probably still shouldn't model because at the end of the day, it still does take fucking talent to do it. Yeah. And a fuck shit of patience. Yeah. Let's talk about that. But that's my favorite thing is like, oh, you're you got the job because you're pretty. Who wouldn't give you a job? It's like, yeah, they're going to be surprised that's when I know how, I got how to my type license to be like, honest. come on, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> when I got when I was doing my fucking driving test, I honestly should have failed like low key. And then I was I was telling I was like, yeah, I have like really bad driving anxiety because I've been in a lot of car accidents. And my like, driver instructor was like, it's probably because like you're distracting all the drivers because you're so pretty. And oh I was like, God, stop. Um, so did I pass or not? Yeah. And then I passed and I was like, OK, oh, cool. Geez. But like, you shouldn't be letting me on the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, watch out, guys, guys. Do you guys ever get the this is one of my this is something I get in the office a lot is that when I just throughout my career, I have gotten more strong in my position and like where I'm like once I'm in, when I'm in the workplace. But do you guys ever have like, if you start speaking your opinion, like you're being hostile right now or you're being yes. crazy or you're this, I'm like, I'm not doing anything fucking different than what that motherfucker over there would be doing, but he's got a dick and I got a vagina. So now I'm the crazy one. I'm like, okay. I'm like, sure. Let me just assert myself and be told that I'm fucking insane. And I'm like, yeah. all right. Yeah, I hate that shit. Like, that's mm -hmm. what pisses me off. I'm like, I'm not doing anything different than that dude down there. I'm like, but he's yeah. got a dick, so he can actually have an opinion. I can't, though. I'm supposed to just, like, sit here and be like, oh, With those okay. types of situations, sure, yeah. I've learned that the best way to express your opinion is through asking, like, questions. And so, like, instead of, like, phrasing my opinion, I just, like, question, question, question. Because, like, like I've noticed because people are so, like, closed-minded and pigeonholed, like, they'll just, like, either not listen or like completely shut you down but if you're asking them a question like that puts them on the spot and then it's like what what did you want to say again huh yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i get 
That used to be my thing. And what was weird is that happened to me while I had a female manager, but the person above her was a guy. And they were like, oh, well, I don't like that. I'm like, do you not like that or does he not fucking like that? And I told them before I left, before I left DST, I was like, if they have a problem, why doesn't anyone come and ask me what the fuck is going on for them to understand why we're doing things the way we're doing and we're not getting the same, the results that they want? Mm -hmm. Because y'all don't give a fuck. You guys don't want people. You guys want robots. And I told them, like, if you guys want someone to shut up and not say their opinion, hire a bunch of fucking robots to do the job. Fire us. I don't know what, like, it was just the most frustrating thing. Being a woman in the workplace, shout out to women who get to high corporate positions. Yeah. Because I don't know how the fuck they, for one, had the patience for it, or for two, even how they did it, because there are literal, it's almost like systematic racism. Yeah. But it's like systematic sexism. Oh, yeah, no. Where it just, it just won't fucking work. Like, yeah, you can go to law, law school, be the best attorney in the world, but guess what? There's someone with a dick, and they're like, ooh, but he's still... Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna, th- I'm, I just like, I you don't, I don't even know what to say about it anymore. It's just so frustrating to the point where it got so frustrating to me, the point where I had to leave and take a mental break from working period yeah. to stop dealing with shit because every fucking day somebody was accusing me of something. Mm-hmm. You cannot be a strong minded woman and work under somebody. You better figure it the fuck out. You better go make your own business or do or be a housewife or do something because otherwise it's not going to fucking work because yeah. everyone's going to tear you down. And if you do make it high in corporate level, you, they're going to make you feel like a piece of shit person. Yeah. You want to feel like a good person. You're probably going to be the secretary for 12 years. Yeah. Like those are your two options. And it's just it makes me want to f- pull my fucking hair out, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm going to have to disagree on some things that you said, though, because I think that like even though all the people keep getting shit and all of that, like, I mean, that's inevitable. And, like, for me, like, I'm someone that's, like, I want, I mean, I'm getting, like, an entrepreneurship minor right now so I can start my own business. But, like, some people, like, they really do want to, like, build up within their company and they have that passion. And, like, honestly, like, it's all about shutting people out. Like, being, like, I don't hear you. Like, you can give me all the shit that you want, but I got a shit blocker. Like, yeah, that's my problem is that people's I'm a very much reliant on other people for yeah. even like the reflection of myself. It's mm-hmm. so like while I'm at a job and someone tells me I'm doing bad, I'm going to assume they mean bad for the whole fucking year. Yeah. Not just on that one project, you know, it's so much pressure and it's so much expectations. But it's like when you put like the expectation on yourself and you're like, hey, I'm going to do this. I was told to do it this way. Like mm-hmm. and then you know that you did it in your best. Someone else is probably giving you shit because you're doing so well. Yeah. Like that's what I've like realized. The more shit I get is I'm like bet like as long as yeah. people are giving me attention, doesn't matter positive or like whatever. I'm like, I'm th- that's just proof that I'm doing something. Yeah. You know, competition in the office is fucking insane. It. It's insane. Oh. I don't know. Like, I, I do thrive on it. It's just like the you're like a recycler. Yeah. Busy. The she just like uses that negativity and like <laughs> yeah. that's my shit though. I do the same yeah. thing. Yeah, Ooh. for sure. Yeah, make a moves. It's hard. I don't know. Do you want to read the next question? Yeah, girl. I mean, I know we talked about... Just go ahead and read the... Okay. What do I currently love and hate about my job? So, like I said, I'm not working anymore, but... um, I mean, I kind of... <laughs> That's mean, what I love about up. it. I love that it doesn't exist. love that I don't work right now. I mean, honestly, it's just like... Right now, I'm kind of in this weird transition phase where... um. 
I found this like niche actually while I was in Texas. Like everyone in the in the city that I was in is in the oil industry. So like, cause they make so much fucking money. Like even as a low level tool pusher, you make like fifty something an hour. So you make a lot of fucking money. Hell no. But like what I do love, but where I was going with this is like my in-laws bought a house and they've been trying to get someone to appraise a house for a month and a half. And here in Kansas City, you can get an appraisal done in two days. Simple. No problem. They're a month and a fucking half because no one wants to be an appraiser. So I'm like, you know what? I'll fucking do it. They make so much money a day because it's a necessary thing. Yeah. So right now I'm, I'm looking at where can I... Make the most money spending the least of my time. Working smarter, not harder. Exactly. Yeah. But what I am working on is more my modeling career, helping my husband with his business, like being his creative director. Um, I mean, just I'm going to start like modeling classes too. Like actually doing what I love. And I'm so proud of myself. That was like my goal in 2019 was to stop working full time for somebody else when you still can barely make it through Mm -hmm. the week. That was my biggest frustration. Like, why am I spending 40 hours a week here and I can barely fucking afford to eat? Yeah. That pissed me off so bad. So it, it really is about working hard or smarter and not harder. And that's, I'm just really excited about that. But um, I don't know what thing I hate about just jobs in general. I don't know. I've always loved working. So yeah. I don't really mind. I'm the There's same not, way. I love I working. Hate. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just like the fulfillment of, like, doing something and, like, being happy with it. And I really liked what you said, especially with, like, working for yourself because it's, like, you can work full-time for somebody else or you can work full-time for yourself. And, right. like, that's so much more fulfilling. Like, right now, um, like, I am doing, like, a lot of, like, art and production and all of that. But then I'm also, like, serving on the side. But, like, as I'm serving, I'm making sure that even though, like, it's not, like, the fanciest restaurant in the world it's like it's an environment that i really like because it's like like i said earlier if i'm gonna spend time there i might as well enjoy it yeah for sure i uh i don't know i just i mean it's it's hard to like right now it's very hard to juggle like to like i'm working like my day job and then i have you know my art shit that i'm trying to do and every ounce of spare time that I have, nonprofit stuff I'm trying to do, just trying to do it all, and it is, it's, like, very taxing. There are days where I'm just like, I fucking hate this day job, and I want to quit it, but at this point, like, I need that day job because my passion doesn't pay me enough to, at least not yet, anyway, and so, like, I'm, like, stuck in this, like, fucking hell of, like, I have to keep this job because I got student loans and shit that I have to pay off, and then, but I want to do all this, like, I don't know, like, it's this crazy, like, it makes me not want to work. Like, it yeah. just drains me. It's It, like, has the opposite effect of what I want it to. It doesn't, like, make me bust my ass. I mean, I do bust my ass, but I also get very worn mm-hmm. out. Like, I get very tired. Yeah, so. and the thing also with, like, especially with creative jobs or jobs that, like, not even, I don't want to say jobs because jobs feel more short-term, but, like, creative careers, the thing is, like, they have more long-term benefit than yeah. these, like, short-term jobs. Like, the reason I'm serving, the reason I'm, like, doing any side job is because it's for the bigger purpose, which is, like, my creative, yeah. like, dream. And so then I keep reminding myself that, and, like, I'm, I keep telling myself, even though I'm here and I'm, like, you know, working, like, 5 to 12 p.m. or whatever, I'm, like, this is for something greater. And then I'm, like, okay, I guess it's not all that bad. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know, for me, it's like prioritizing and like establishing like, hey, this is like what the dream is. And then this is how I have to get there. And that's yeah. just another step. That's you know? like a perfect, like, I love that you just said that 
I took this like small business class that like a friend had kind of set up. Um, and that was one of the things that was like, like for your small business was like, dream about where you want to go. Yeah. Like biggest dream, doesn't matter what it is, like think about what it is and just plan out all the little steps to get there. Like it's mm -hmm. like work backwards to get yeah. there. And so I, don't know, I got a goal to pay off all this debt in the next year and then everybody has it though. So that makes yeah. me feel better. Yeah. Does it does it make you feel better? I'm like, am I part of the system? I fell into this trap. You know what I, I mean? mean? <laughs> like, like for me, because I was like, I mean, my school's fucking expensive. It's a private university, and it like costs a shit ton of money. And I'm like, over here, like stressing, like, how am I gonna fucking pay off this debt? Like, oh my gosh. And then one of my friends was like, dude, everybody has it. It's just like a phone bill. Yeah. And it's like that's the truth. And to be honest with you, I worked at a bank, and um, just if it makes you guys feel any better, student loan debt can't go against you on your credit, and it can't stop you from getting a home loan. So Nice. There you go. I can still get a house. Yep. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> See y'all later. Or a car loan. <laughs> they cannot needed. use it against you at all. Um, but, like, it's either you're in, like, student loan debt or you're in credit card debt. Like, everyone in the world is in some kind of debt. But debt-ass Even the country itself. Exactly. Like. <laughs> but working at a bank literally made me feel better because, like, there would be, like, 20-year-olds that come in with, like, $80 in their account fucking working their me. ass off. But they have – they're going to, like, the school. They're doing like what they you. love, you know? Uh, but then you have fucking sad-ass Mary down the street who goes to the casino and it's $80,000 in credit card debt with a 24% interest rate where she can't get a house loan, a car loan. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, that's working backwards, which I have credit card debt too, which fucking sucks. But um, student loan debt, don't let it make you feel bad. They can't, because it's a government-backed uh, loan, they can't make you, like, you can't, mm -hmm. they can't use it against you in shit, so. Also, become go. a teacher. If you teach for at least 10 years, they'll take out the debt for you. What do you love and hate about your job? So I'm not going to talk about my uh, side jobs because that's kind of whatever. So um, currently I am the coordinating producer for West 18th. Um, I'm also a student and that in itself is a job that doesn't pay, but yeah. it's still, it feels like a job. And I think for me, like, I love it because like, it's what I want to do. I'm always talking to people. I'm always learning something. For me, if I'm not learning in whatever I'm doing, like that's when it like I get really really like anxious and uncomfortable and I'm like okay I shouldn't be here um, and I because there always is something to learn um, and so I love just constantly like learning I don't I just can't stress Dang. how much I love learning yeah. and then I guess the only thing I hate about it I wouldn't even say hate because it's like a love hate thing is like just getting stuck like especially within the creative realm of being like, well, shit, like, what am I going to do next? Like, and like, I'm, I feel like I've been like stuck in this weird void of like, fuck, am I even like, I think the most thing I hate about is the doubt, but like, that's yeah. like a self oh, thing. That's you hard. Know? Yeah. The doubt, especially now we can see everybody else and what they're doing mm -hmm. and all this other shit. It's tough. I'm not going to lie, it hurt my soul really hard last week when I saw that that Barbara Palvin girl is the first plus-size model for Victoria's Secret. And I looked at her body, and it looked like mine, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, am I a... And then it like, I was like thinking to myself, and I'm like, looked at my husband, I was like, babe, am I plus-size? And he was like, if you don't shut your bitch ass the fuck <laughs> up. He was like, he's like, go to fucking sleep and get off Instagram. I mean, he didn't say it like yeah. that. He was like, no, baby, you're not. But you should probably never, never look at your phone again. Yeah, she is considered plus size. Wait, who that's not her. This 
that's her. That's a real life picture Get of her body. Yeah, I it, that shit hurted. Yeah, this that's plus size. What the fuck? Listed as their first plus size model. See, that's so dumb. Which I'm pretty me. sure she's a size six, which is my size. So in real life, this is what it would look like. And that's like another thing. It's like all this like pressure and expectations. Like to ten, who controls on that? What like, time of the month it is? Right, right. Okay. So okay, so kind of going off uh, second. Or yeah, second, my second question: How can I make myself better than I was yesterday? Um, that is a really, really good question. And I think for me, the first thing is understanding that I am my own competition. So all this social media bullshit, all the expectations people have of me, all of this pressure, I'm like, that's somebody else's. I'm like, if people have a problem with how I'm doing things, I'm like. That sucks that you have to go to bed with a problem that has to do with something that doesn't involve you. And so that's my first step is being like, I am the captain of my own ship, basically. <laughs> and so within that, I ins- I'm a very, 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 cannot stress, self-critical person. I am always evaluating every decision, making sure that like it is the best choice that I can make, weighing out all of the possibilities, all of the consequences, And within that, I'm like doing things and I'm like also making mistakes. And it's being both at the same time. So being experimental and like making mistakes and failing, but not in a way that's like failing as in like, I mean, I think the only way to fail is really not to do anything. Um, Because if you're making moves, you're making moves, right? And so another way that I kind of think, how can I make myself better is like, well, what am I doing that works? Instead of being like, this is good, this is bad, I'm just looking at it like, what is happening? And like, what has the most momentum to it? And then why is that having like so much speed and why is that working? And then why is something else not working? So for me, it's just like questioning constantly and being like, this is like great and this isn't. This is like what I wanna do tomorrow (laughs) and this is what I'm gonna wait five, years to do when I go to like graduate yeah. school or whatever yeah I I love fucking up like I love making mistakes I know that that most people I don't know playing I, the mud when you fall yeah right? dude like that's the time like it goes back to that whole learning thing like those are the moments that I learned the best and probably change for the better the most I don't know I I love fucking up I love it um I forgot what the question was anyway but how can I make myself better than oh I was how can yesterday? I make myself better yeah I a lot of affirmations. I don't know. I sometimes find myself going through this like social media like hole and I'm like, fuck. And like there's times I'll be like, I'm being really hard on myself right now. And I'm like, nobody's gonna be harder like everybody else is already gonna be hard on you. Like, why are you so hard on yourself? So like I'm like sometimes I'm like, Jess, just be nice to yourself. Like yeah. just give yourself the time and I don't know, I just listen to my body. Thank you. Um I don't know, I'm super hard on myself. Like I'm really bad about focusing on the negatives all the fucking time. But Winter's over, so I feel like <laughs> yeah. I'm coming back to myself. Like I know what I'm doing. I know like I'm about to fucking I'm about to pop off and act a fool. Like so many <laughs> <laughs> so many good things are coming. About to pop off. <laughs> act a fucking fool. I don't know, just like actually sticking to my things. That's always been my problem is like yesterday I didn't show up to a shoot for no fucking reason, you know? So I think it's just like learning from my mistakes is my big thing because if I may set my mind on something, I'm not doing it. So 
just not being so hard on myself and actually doing things that I like. Kind of important. Yeah. All right. Next question. Where can I see myself in five years? Well, if I was thinking that far ahead. Um, no, I hopefully am, no offense to my job right now if any coworkers <laughs> end up listening to this, <laughs> but hopefully I will be doing like more creative shit. Hopefully I can like focus on my art career. Like I want to be in galleries. I want to be doing all that shit. I want the nonprofit to pop off this summer, just like Amel is going to. But um, pop off. Um, we all pop it off. We're all gonna pop off. Um, so exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Being just like Jessica Smith, artist. Like that's it. That's what five years is. Like yeah, that's right. and that's it. I don't have to be like that's just my side gig. Exactly. Yeah. Not, yeah. Real artist. Hey, on no, don't hate on the sandwich artists out yeah, there, though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look at where you are now, girl. <laughs> um, myself in five years. I don't like to think that far ahead because I get too overwhelmed. That I don't yeah. want to do shit. Um, but if I was thinking about it, I want to... I don't know. I got so much going on. Like, I don't know if I want to start my own modeling, like, um, kind of development agency and help develop girls properly here without being in it for the money. Because all the development agencies we have in Kansas City are like, pay $1,500 for a photo shoot. It's like, why? Where the fuck? I'm not paying your... Yeah, I'm not paying for your fucking kids' braces. Susan, fuck off. <laughs> that shit pisses me off. But, um... Fucking Susan. <laughs> but five years. Um, or, like, helping... I hope my husband's um, thing pops off. His business pops off because he's gonna... He's going to make a lot of people in Kansas City money, and that's literally his goal is to help creatives in Kansas City make money out of what they're doing and stop working for fucking free. Don't ever talk to him about your business because he's going to tell you to stop doing anything for free. Like your art, like he pays for everything, all his videographers, photographers, because not because not only because he can, but simply because he respects how much. Yeah. everything is and he knows like even though he's not an artist he knows like damn you have to buy a fucking three thousand dollar camera like, that's a lot of fucking money and yeah. like no one's paying for anything um so help him develop that because i think it would literally only benefit the city and i really am just super focused on helping other people a lot so i don't know maybe model inside too i don't really care for it but yeah no. i liked what you were saying about like how your husband like pays like all these creatives because mm -hmm. I mean if you think about it money isn't backed by gold anymore it's backed no. by faith and like not yeah. paying artists is like not having faith in them yeah and like I think that's something that like I mean if we're talking about careers and paychecks like what you're putting your money into like for me I spend my money on like clothes and shoes and it's not because it's like oh I need these things but mm -hmm. it's like that's like how I express myself and it's because like I have that faith in myself I spend my money on like like art supplies because it's like I have faith in my career and so I think the same thing should be like you know done mm -hmm. to artists like you have faith in them and you're using their work and like you're using their mind and you're not paying them it's like yeah what? and I mean like I seriously I, I recommend every artist talk to him like whatever the fuck you do I don't care if you do like actual physical art to just being like a rapper or a singer he is so good about finding where you can make the money so he's like, okay, you can't get anyone to book you for shows, but why don't you charge people for this, you know? And he, like, it's shit that no one thinks about. He made me think about my career in a different way to where I was just like, damn, you know what? I could make money off being, mod off being a model, but... Yeah, right? <laughs> I will give you the info. Yeah, he loves talking to artists, but I don't know. Is it my turn for the next question? Yeah, that'll be cool. Okay. 
How can I be taken seriously? Man. Damn. I don't know. Let us know the secrets, <laughs> please. Um, with the modeling thing, honestly, it's about... It's not even about the money, because um, there's so many times I want to work with people for free because I think they're really fucking cool and they have a great concept. Um, for me, it's just about putting your foot down and being assertive when it's necessary. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's so bitchy. It's like, is it bitchy or did she just tell you she doesn't want to be touched? Yeah. Big fucking difference. You know, like she wasn't being a bitch. She just wants you to respect her. Checked you, yeah. right. And so I get that a lot of people are like, oh my God, like people told me that you were such a bitch. And I'm like... I'm like, I am probably one of the nice people you'll ever meet, but do not ever touch me when I don't want to be touched and do not ever speak disrespectfully about other people around me because then it's going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think being taken seriously is just a matter of putting yourself out there, being professional. Mm -hmm. We miss that in Kansas City, and a lot of think a lot of people don't know how to be professional because they think to be professional, there has to be money behind it. Yeah. It's like you don't know that fam that kid that you're doing that art piece for has a millionaire family backing him who's about to pay to put four more art pieces in their house because they saw it in their son's bedroom. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's like it's that you need that professionalism just in case something comes up. Or like yeah. you should treat the person that's paying you zero dollars the same as you treat a person paying yeah. you five hundred dollars, exactly. you know. So I think that's that's a big thing we're missing overall. Yeah, and I mean also like it's kind of funny because like it's like how do you how do you get people to take you seriously, and for me it's like well I feel like no one's ever gonna take me seriously, and it's like I'm kind of okay with that because like I take myself seriously, yeah. and like I feel like that's all I need you know like I'm like my work is super super important a lot of times people think I'm fucking crazy they're like what you're combining science and string theory and like with the esoteric and like all of these different things like you're taking on way too much or like when people try and think like oh you shouldn't be doing that or that's yeah. too much or like it may be too much for you but yeah. you're not me you know right. yeah, yeah exactly and like for me it's just like producing and creating and like I think that's I guess the only way people are going to take you seriously is when, like, you say or you do the things that you say you're going to do or not even say anything at all and just yeah. do them. Like, you don't have to justify. You don't even have to tell people what you're fucking doing. But if you're doing it, like, that, like, my work proves itself. Yeah. I I like to kind of fuck with people a little bit. I don't know <laughs> if this is messed up or not, but not I, I don't know. People are so, we live in a world that is so surface level everybody just judges what you look like and they don't actually like try to get to know like what's in your brain so mm -hmm. it's like people see me and they have this perception of what they think I am and I like to show them that like I don't know they kind of whatever there's a list of things that people think they're like oh you're a lesbian you're this you're that I'm like I'm not any of those things but I like to show them like just through my actions I like to flip it on them and be like you thought I was just like a little like piece of trash just like trolling around on the street like like actually I'm very successful I have my own apartment that I pay for which I live in by myself like I have my own car I you, you know yeah. what I mean yeah. they are and I'm like I live in the fucking crossroads I pay a fuck ton of money I'm like yeah I do all that shit on my own like and so I'm like I don't know I just try to I don't know I almost kind of make people like learn from like their judgments I'm like don't and that's how they kind of take me seriously like mm -hmm. I just try to flip it on their head and be like don't like, don't look at me at just surface level. Like, get to know me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I just want to add really quick one of my favorite things um, about like my career, and this kind of brings men into it because my husband's one of the only men I've found where he has always let me be my own individual and not stop me. So like as artistic as I am, he is more my business side. So like that video I posted today on like Instagram, for example, I like had barely any clothes on and I was like super hesitant to post it, but he was like, you should post it. Like, I think you look fucking great. You know what I mean? And it's, I think a lot of women fuck up when they get with the wrong man and they don't like my husband likes to say, like, you can't date a pretty woman and expect her to act ugly after you make her your wife, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's about the support system you have. And like you were saying, just like with like tricking people, like people see our, like mine and his success and they're like, oh, like, you know, Hunter's smart, right? And then he'll always be like, but you know how smart she is? Like, she's yeah. the reason I have half my ideas, yeah. you know, like, like we bounce off each other. And so I try to make that abundantly important to women. If a man ever tells you to not post something because it shows too much skin or you look too pretty or something, fuck him. Okay, not literally. Yeah. Like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> not, no, fuck him for real, because that just makes him feel better for fuck what he just said. Leave. Right, like, get the fuck out of there. But I want to add that because I love what you were saying, Jess. Well, yeah, look at this. All of this. <laughs> look what you fucked up. <laughs> I love airy season. <laughs> I love being petty. <laughs> right. Women in the career fields. What a great discussion for today. We're going to move into you ladies know what time it is. No flex zone. No flex zone. So no flex zone. But this time is going to be a little bit different. Like usually we talk about like the hype and what sneakers are going on and like what we're looking forward to in next seasons, blah, blah, blah. But this time I asked the ladies to come up with bring something in special to share or describe. Oh, damn, I didn't bring shit. <laughs> no, it's okay. I like how you're being real. You're special. I'm hey, here. thank you. Um, if you can think of anything that you'd want to share, is he? Yeah, is is he will start? Okay. And I'm not. I'm not like trying to put you on the spot or anything. No, if you don't okay. have anything, it's all good. No worries. I didn't read shit. I'm terrible at reading messages. Like Next time, I'll put them in caps and I'll say, "Amela, please read." Yes, please. That makes so helpful. Well, actually, I'll do a separate message. <laughs> and then, um, who wants to go first on maybe like sharing something that's special to them right now that's, you know, inspired them or whatever. Izzy, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay, so I brought in a self-help book. It's called Super Coach by Michael Neal. Hopefully I'm saying that right. And this book literally changed my life. Like, that sounds really cliche to say, like, oh, a book changed my life. But, like, I'm telling you, this book changed my life. Um, I was in a really, really, really dark, dark spot. Um... I didn't know what I was doing. I was just being super negative, like, not only towards, like, others, but myself. Mm -hmm. I, like, hated, like, I hated my life. Like, my suicide thoughts, like, were up the charts. It was horrible, and I was like, okay, like, I need something to, like, help me get out of this. And so I found this book at Barnes & Noble, and it was, like, crazy because everything, like, each chapter, like, like, I, d I can't stress how much this I want to read it now. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. super good. Like, he talks about, um, like, like, different mindsets, how to manage your thoughts, be mindful, because, like, you can't always control your thoughts, but you can control how you let them, like, affect you. And mm -hmm. he talks about, like, career. He talks about making money. He talks about um, just all the different, like, 
approaches to life and about hope and all of these things, and not in a way that's like cliche or like, you're special, you can change the world, but it's just like, no, like here are, like this is what happens when you think this way. And like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite things that I read in there was like, um, what it feels like to be a millionaire. And it was really interesting because he like set it up really nicely and then at the end it's like how you feel right now is how it feels to be a millionaire doesn't matter what is going mm-hmm. on around you how you feel right now is like what yeah it's 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 it you know yeah so definitely recommend that or recommend any self-help book like i think books are really great because it puts another voice in your head that yeah. isn't the one that's like fuck you yeah. you're doing <laughs> shitty man <laughs> i almost honestly brought in a book today just to be like my books are I mean, my books are always kind of my like, go-to. They are my escape, um, uh-huh. as nerdy as that is. But I feel um, you there. <laughs> it is. Like, and people want to learn so much. I'm like, read a fucking book, dude. Yep. You'll learn all kinds of things, different perspectives, all kinds of shit. Um, but what I did bring in today, um, I think it's funny that you brought in something that like changed your life because this kind of like changed my life. I was in a very dark spot. What this is is a collection of like paintings that got me started back into painting again. Like I stopped for a while. And so these are all like, I I keep these like near and dear to my heart because they're bi- they're all people. And what the, when I look at these, these are kind of like a cry for help for me to like reach out for connection. Like that's all I wanted because I was just in a very bad spot. My, I had one of like the worst like suicide type situations I've ever had in my life. I got in a very dark spot and it was bad, and so like this shit brought me out of it. So these are my, they're like, they're people, they're just little paintings, but they are my, yeah, they're very close to me. So That's yeah. sweet. Actually, my thing is that picture that you printed that I published in Vanity Fair. Yeah, that's, like, my thing. I have it up, so, like, all, I'm super, like, careful about where my art goes in my house because, like, interior design's my shit, so I'm just, like, how about we just not get a laundry basket that doesn't go with the flow, you know? Like, I'm very particular. (laughs) But that one picture, I just have it up in, like, my vanity room where I get ready, and it's, like, God, there's so many times I want to just fucking give up, and I'm, like, what the fuck is this for? And then I look at that, and I'm, like, that might have been something so small and insignificant to so many people, but I'm, like, that was, like, the world's pat on the back, you know, for, like, a damn good job for doing all this fucking work for free and you know, doing whatever, but, like, people recognize how good you are, and they're, like, not even how good you are, but, like, the fact that they want to work with you. That's such a big deal, like, because there's so many people where I'm, like, oh, my God, he's so cool, but he's such a fucking weirdo, or, like, he's so, and, like, he just doesn't stop, you know? It's, like, some people just don't know how to work with others, so I think that, and, like, being asked to be a part of that was just, like, a big, like, oh, we want to have you here. We love having you. We love working with you. You're great at what you do, so that's super special to me. Mm. I feel like uh, everyone's brought in something that's very dear to them and has moved them past that dark period. So really appreciate the stories and the content and the hey, discussion no today. So, hey. no flex. So, they know better. They know better. No flex. So, no flex. For the listeners, for everyone that's been a part of She Says, kind of want to end today with just a, just like a one sentence um, situation that you know the women that get put in like situations for men overpowering them and everywhere what is a one sentence or just a slice of advice I know Amela you're hardcore on like just get the fuck out Yeah. <laughs> but let's be a little bit more caring to someone that you Can't don't know yeah, yeah right right you don't know the person that you're trying to give information to yeah let's let's just try to think of like maybe just one um, 
little information that we can pass on to them. So my advice is that no one can take your power away unless you give it to them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, mine's going to be very cliche, but literally just hold your ground. Be you. Don't let anybody tell you that you're anything other than what you, if it feels right to you, just hold on to that and just keep trucking. Like yeah. it's, yeah, be nice to yourself. And mine's kind of like yours, just just to, you know, stay strong with who you are. Don't let anyone tell you because you're too much of this or too much of that or you're not enough of this, you're not enough of that. That makes you less of a person, you know. That maybe makes you less of a person to that person, but does that person really matter? You know, it's your coworker you see eight hours a day. Like, damn, that's about it. Other than that, they're not coming to your wedding. They're not invited to your kids' birthday parties. <laughs> they're not even invited to yours. Um, so just, you know, keep other people's opinions shut out as much as possible, as hard as it can be. All right. All right. And if you can, get the fuck out. Right. Right. But only if you can. I just wanted to pause. A pause. Don't go into more debt because you can get the fuck out, okay? Don't do that. But if you can, get the fuck out. No doubt. Yeah. No no doubt. I, I was. That's it. I was afraid he really, was going to yell at me. Really? Like, Are you kidding me? Dropping my mics? No, no, no. It would. That would have been a powerful move. All right, so She Says, episode four, done, recorded. We'll be looking for the next episode for next month, and then the season ending will be in May, and then we'll go to the live in July. Just a little tidbit for the listeners that are listening. Now, there's some big things that's happened with She Says, so stay tuned for that. Support the ladies. You should know by now, the listeners, where you can find all the information with Amela, Jess, and Izzy. We have a new female that's joining us next month, Fifi. So we're looking forward to that. Myself, Nate from Streetway will be stepping away, and this will be an entire, entirely female podcast only. So I'm looking forward to that. Thank you for your time, ladies, and we out. Yeah.